Welcome to The Future of Care, the podcast that brings you insights and developments from companies in the tech sector that are making an impact on how we use technology to care for the elderly in our society, whether aging in place or in care home communities. And now for your host, UK Sales Director for Viar, a leading full detection and smart health solution, Stuart Barkley. Hi everyone and welcome to um, our next podcast. Um, I'm Stuart Barkley from Viar Care in the UK. Um, I'm absolutely delighted to introduce Christopher um, from Incom. Um, I've worked, personally worked with Incom in, in, in previous roles and uh, certainly when I joined Viar in 2021 it was a case of one of my first phone calls was actually to uh, the team at Incom. So Christopher, welcome. Um, thank you for sparing the time to talk to me today. Thank you for inviting me Stuart. Just a, a, a quick introduction from yourselves, uh, obviously who you are Christopher and also who are Incom. My name is Christopher Courtney, uh, I'm working for Incom Systems based in West Yorkshire. Um, my um, role is as a new business developer for Incom Systems um, and as part of that role it's bringing new technologies to the market and to our client base. Um, uh, my past life was working within education where I was fortunate enough to be working with the company that was among the first to roll out biometrics to a mainstream audience. Um, that was a challenge back then, but as soon as Samsung and Apple put biometrics on their mobile phones overnight, it became the accepted norm. Um, yeah. I've now moved across to the care industry um, and I'm finding my feet as the new business developer for Incom Systems and it's an exciting time to be part of this industry. It seems to have been, um, how can I put it, it's, it's been at a standstill for many, many years. The digital transformation that is fast approaching, I feel is going to change the entire face of the industry. And it's a cracking time to be, uh, be a part of this initial stage. No, perfect, Christopher. You're absolutely correct, by the way, and you're, you're leading me in perfectly, and you would think we would actually scripted this or something, but I'm going to take a step back, because obviously you're not from West Yorkshire yourself no. originally, and you just, told, you just told me a story off air that I think is absolutely superb. So when you first moved up to the, the, the middle of the UK, as I would call it, what was your first job? What did you do? Um, well, I needed, to get, I needed a part-time job, and I was wondering... Uh, so I looked at working behind a bar and I thought, uh, so I took a job there and I saw the guy doing the karaoke and I thought, well, he looks to be having a lot more fun and earning a lot more money than me. So uh, I invested my few pennies in a karaoke system and for a couple of years went round the pubs and clubs of Yorkshire. Uh, initially, even as a salesman, I must admit, when you stand up in front of an audience for the first time with a microphone in your hand, and I don't have the voice of a nightingale, but uh, it, it, it all went well in the end, and I managed to save the pennies for my mortgage through that. Uh, so it was a worthwhile venture. No, I think that that's. Uh, I just think it's a really interesting <laughs> story how we and and it leads into care and the pandemic and all these things that we're going to talk about today. Right. Is that you obviously had a challenge, but you've seen a solution, and I think that's the important message I'm trying to get across there. So. Um, so yeah, listen. We've been in a pandemic. We 
we've again we've talked off air and we've talked over the last uh, few months with yourself and and, and the colleague and your colleagues. Um, but for people listening to the podcast, you mean from uh, from incomes perspective, where you're working with a lot of uh, care home groups, yep. ward and call solutions, yep. etc., and, and integrating a lot of equipment together. I mean, how's it genuinely been for you? Well, let me just give you a brief rundown of the history of income systems. Um, we were established in 1990. Uh, we've been working within the care industry for over 30 years. Um, we are not tied to any one manufacturer, so subsequently we've had the opportunity to work with all the major, ma major manufacturers um, within this country, plus from those abroad. Um, the staff here have a combined, uh, a combined knowledge and experience of in excess of 200 years. Our technical manager and our service manager alone, 70 years combined experience between those two guys. And I often think, from, from um, a, a company perspective, as we're not tied to any one company, the knowledge that we have is, is, is applicable to all, all manufacturers. For example, an engineer that works for Ford, quite possibly, can only work on Ford vehicles. So when a Volvo comes along and he opens up the bonnet, he goes, what is this? I don't know anything about it. At Incom Systems, our skill set really lies in understanding the underlying technology and how we can then bring those together and provide joined up solutions for our clientele. Um, so we are, in effect, a one-stop solutions provider. Yeah, so, you mean, that's fantastic. You mean, sort of going back to the question slightly, if, if you don't no, mind, Christopher, is that, you mean, from the pandemic point of view, do you mean, I, I was asking about income, but actually, what's your customers' feedback? You I mean, obviously, you, you've stepped out the arena in a lot of ways to make sure that they're, they're all right. And we, we all applaud everyone. And, and I say it in every single podcast, but we genuinely do. Everyone that works in care or, or needs care, absolutely applaud what everyone's yeah. done. But, I mean, just to, the pandemic for your customers and, and yourselves, how's it, it been? It has been an absolute nightmare, to be quite, quite frank, Stuart. Um, I think stress levels have gone beyond 100%. If there was a higher than 100%, they certainly hit the roof. Um, staff shortages, um, which has put more stress on existing staff. Um, people leaving the industry um, due, to, due to work pressures. Um, care in itself is uh, up to press, has been a very manual industry, depending on people to fill the roles where emerging technologies are now coming into play to alleviate that and hopefully will allow people to focus more on into other areas but the pandemic as such has, has just been is, is chronic issues i don't think brexit has helped either where we where normally staff would be brought in from abroad to fill in these roles um, so yeah that has been without a doubt um, everywhere you go people will tell you exactly the same thing it, it's, it's just been a nightmare um, yeah, I, 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 can I applaud you for your honesty because we will get a lot of <laughs> different answers there when we do these podcasts and I, 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 I like your honesty, um, I certainly have been lucky enough uh, through the pandemic to uh, not be on furlough myself uh, in my previous role and in this role um, and it's been, you mean, it's been, it, it's been alright but the challenges have been very, very tough. Aye, very much so. 
uh, in terms of just keeping the equipment in line, the maintaining, maintaining the systems, uh, installations basically came to a halt. People were working with equipment that was fit for, ready to be renewed, but subsequently we, we just weren't able to get in there and, and resolve their issues. Uh, it's only really been these past few months that the doors have opened up to a degree to allow us to come in and rectify a number of situations. Of course, where, where there's been critical situations, uh, we have gained access into the, into the buildings and the facilities, um, so nobody's ever been left out there. And in some cases um, where we've had to create workarounds uh, through where various call systems maybe have, have become faulty, through, through our experience of dealing with various telephony systems, we've, we've been able to offer workarounds using mobile devices where their internal phone systems perhaps uh, have let them down. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. And, and please pass on the thanks to all your engineers that have been out there in the field. Um, I, I think that they... The, the grassroots people are, are really, really important, uh, Christopher. Um, so obviously you, you, you've embedded uh, VIAR into your one of your solutions moving forward, VIAR Care. Um, we'll come on to sort of fall prevention and we'll look at care homes of the future and everything else. But, I mean, what what made you and, and, and your team choose VIAR Care to, 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 to bring it on board? What, what do you see the benefits of it? It's a bit... We're continually looking for um, new technology that will improve the quality of lives for the people living within a care environment. Uh, one of the systems that we looked at recently was acoustic monitoring, for example. We found that it's still an underdeveloped technology um, and feel that there's still a long way to go. I think there will be a place for it within the care community, but it, not, not right now. Uh, when, we, when we looked at VIAR, it just seemed to working with VIAR seemed to dovetail perfectly into the organisation that we are in terms of, of uh, uh, combining systems and the interoperability of systems and bringing them together to provide a joined up solution for the end user. The, the fantastic, I mean VIAR itself as a company is certainly somebody we'd like to work with. Um, they're established, um, the, the technology they use is tried and tested as in with the 2D uh, mammography for detecting breast cancer. Um, so it's, it's a solid company. They've got the, the, the backup to absolutely take the product forward. Um, if there are any issues, we know we've got a fallback. We can say, hey, Stuart, we've put it in this. We've come across this situation. Um, we've, managed to, we've managed to resolve this here, resolve this problem. We thought it may be useful for you guys as well we can pass solutions that we find on back to yourselves if we come across them within the field. Um, I think why, why choose VR care detect, uh, for detection as a product? It was a no-brainer. No cords to, to pull, no buttons to press. Uh, and why I, what, really got, what, really, what I was really taken with was the fact that there's no intervention. Once it's installed and set up, that is it. You don't turn it on, you don't turn it off. It provides 24-7, 365 days away surveillance, which I think is, is incredible. Other, other products we looked at did require intervention, either from the end user themselves. And given some of the conditions that, um, these, that some, some residents are in, they may not remember to turn something on. They might not remember to wear their watch to bed 
or their pendant round their neck to bed. Um, I mean, there were many, many reasons to choose Viar, um, but that, 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 uh, that, as a company, was the main reason that we've, we've stepped in with you. Um, it's not an, it's an unobtrusive device, and as well as alerting staff to, in the eventuality of a fall, it's the data it collects as well, the rich data it collects, which can then be used um, to modify the treatment uh, or medication issues regarding that, that particular resident or patient. So that, that's... Yeah, it's, you're absolutely right, Christopher, and it sort of leads on to the, the sort of care home of the future stuff that we that we have via our care and, and via our imaging are, are actually looking at in a big way. Um, as you know, and, and we talked about off-air again, was... Um, we are presenting at the Lion Bilson event, um, Tech in the Care Home of the Future on the 2nd of March. Um, we're also at the UK Telehealth event on the 15th of March and um, moving on to the iTech conference. So March is a very busy month um, and, and, and we believe in changing the face of care. Probably like yourself at Incom, we listen to our customers, we, we, we survey the customers and sometimes surveys can be hit or miss. But I see the feedback we get and the engagement we get from them is very, very good. Um, and, and some of the stuff we get, and, and you've mentioned that staff retention and staff recruitment is a big issue right now within all care sectors yeah. and other key vertical areas, don't get me wrong. Um, but one of the things that, that came from it, and I've talked about it on podcasts before, is that person-centred care was a big, big driver, a huge driver. I think it was something that's in the top three of the three objectives that they wanted to come out fitter and stronger from. Um, and, and the other one was fall prevention. Now... Remember, that, and, and I suppose I better explain it for, for everyone, fall prevention, there's sort of, well, we, we'd like to say 4D, but it, it, I mean, there's three things that are really, really important in there. Um, and that is obviously fall detection, fall intervention, and fall prediction. Fall prediction is, it, it, you mean, it's huge, it's massive. Um, and the fourth that we would like to see in there is that data that you mentioned. So it's analytical data but that falls into fall prediction in a lot of ways. So, you I mean, the, the, there is the, the, the four pillars there, as I mentioned, that, I, that we find that VIR is really, really important. We want to get to that fall prediction, full fall prediction. So, yeah, we've got imminent bed exits and all these things, but but I'm not going to go into try and sell VIR care on this podcast. I don't, you mean, it, it's great. I, I would also employ you, Christopher. You've done a great <laughs> job there just selling VIR. So thank you for that. Um, but... So you're right. So why choose VR? You've said virtual caregiver, data as a new doctor, you're offering choice, interoperability is out the window. There's no, you mean, it's interoperable with every Absolutely. single social uh, or care environment platform, um, which is fantastic. So listen, we really appreciate that. And for the listeners, that's the last of VR's the best scenario. <laughs> so but my apologies. Um, and we've talked about fall prevention, but really about the care home of the future and this is us just thinking out of the box Christopher and using your knowledge of being in the industry for so long and income you mean 200 years of experience um, I, I don't know if there'll be a nurse call system in a care home in the future I don't know if a ward and call system will be there in the future and I suppose the bigger question is when you're looking at all these other solutions out there and always being ahead of the game as I would put it where does Samsung and Apple and Amazon and all these people fit in, in the care home of the future or 
care of the future. I think, uh, again, I think up to press, the longevity of the systems has, uh, has, has kept the marketplace very small for manufacturers. I think this upcoming digital transformation is going to, a lot of people are going to go, what's happening here? This is a new market we've never looked at, we've never considered. Uh, and I think it, we're on the verge, as I mentioned earlier, of, of an emergence of a lot of IoT coming into the market. Care homes of the future are going to be totally different, I, in, my, in my view, to what we're seeing, seeing today. I think that the, the introduction of new technology to assist in, in, in the monitoring of patients, uh, of the residents, will allow their actual staff to spend time and focus more on what they are they are meant to do, which is spending time with the, with the residents and with their patients. Uh, care homes of the future are going to be a very, very different thing. And I think for those companies um, that aren't willing to get on board, that want to remain the same, will be like the likes of Kodak. Um, they, 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 they rule the world for God knows how many years, um, but they didn't get on board. Uh, with digital technology, they're nowhere to be seen. Blockbuster Video, another one, um, nowhere to be seen. Maybe they will make a re-emergence, as with uh, vinyl records, sometime in the future, uh, when people want to look back and um, and, and and consider what they, they enjoyed in the past. But uh, I think very much so, Stuart. It will be interesting to see what the likes of Apple and Samsung do, because it's a huge market. And I think we also, especially in the UK, we are living in a society with an ageing population. The care market is going to explode. The demand for care is huge. It's rising year on year. Um, and I think th there aren't going to be the people to staff the facilities to look after the residents. Uh, so the fallback is uh, technology. And I think whereas before there's been a reluctance to embrace technology within the care sector, and I, I do put that down to manufacturers, uh, I think they've ridden on their laurels for far too long. Um, and now this has come along and it's going to shake them up in a big way. Uh, so it will be interesting to see, but I think you're quite right. Will we still see nurse call and warden call systems out there? If we do, uh, I think they will, be, they will take on a different... Uh, a different perspective but be and th there's so much that can be done with those systems but it's up to those manufacturers to invest in in their staff uh, and they're in to bring new innovative innovative ideas to the sector so yeah very much so it's as I said at, at the beginning it's a great time to start a career within care because we are on the start of something that is going to be absolutely huge and it it, it's going to affect everyone. It, it affects me. Um, I have family. I have a family member that is living in care, and uh, I, f I find it quite frightening. Some of the, the things that the methods that they use, but there isn't uh, there isn't an alternative. Well, now we're starting to bring alternatives to the market, um, and I think as with everything else, once they become tried and tested, um, people will take it for the norm. So yeah, very exciting days ahead. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks, Christopher. Um, you mean obviously bringing new products in? You mean so you you working with one of our joint partners in um, Ascom, who actually are probably changing the face of care in a lot of way with their modular modular building yeah. blocks and not just nurse call and 
um, all these things. And for those that have seen the other podcast, we've got one with Stephen Kavanagh there just now um, that, that you can watch. And then you, you've got Acrylla who are new to the marketplace that, again, are um, changing the face of care in a lot of ways. And how, how, well, how care homes at this time are working with a wireless nurse call solution. Um, Le Grand Care, I've, I've got a great platform in, in, in what, they, what they use in their TouchSafe, TouchSafe Pro uh, nurse call system. Um, Tunstall have got another great offering and Tunstall have moved more towards the um, person-centered care delivery where it's, it's wearables, um, potentially VR and all these other sensors as well and not so much boxes on walls. And I, I think that that's, you can see the shift, but the, uh, there's obviously a lot of commercial discussions need to be made and, and choices need to be made by these manufacturers. You're absolutely correct, but there's only a few people that can actually change that, and that's the customers. The customers, the residents, and, and, and say what they want to see. And that, that's why I'm really looking forward to the Lang Bilson event um, on the 2nd of March. Um, and certainly when I'm at care shows and the dementia care show and everything else, I love hearing from care home operators, Care home users, care, care users, in fact, um, you know, yep. just overall, and, and seeing how not just VR care technology, but other people's technologies are supporting them to help them to live a more independent and easy life, if that makes sense. But I go back to that all comes with challenges. So if you, income are integrating things. Yep. The interoperable, you, you take that interoperability issue away completely for all your customers. Yeah. You are end-to-end solutions. Correct. That must come with its challenges, Christopher. It, it, it does, and I think uh, we're blessed to have uh, a fantastic technical department, uh, as I say, linked to our service department. Uh, challenges are, are opportunities, really. Um, how to overcome them, um, and that's really... That, 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 that is where we excel, to be fair, Stuart. Um, we can look at a problem and it's, it's sometimes, some people have a natural flair for things, a natural, a natural gift. My brother can take a pen and a paper and stand, we'll be chatting away and within 10 minutes there's a perfect caricature. I take a pen and a paper, I, 10 minutes later it looks like a scribble. He has a, he has a natural flair for it. We are very fortunate to have some excellent staff working, working for us, working with us. Um, and if they hit a dead end, they turn around and I'll look, another, look for another avenue to go down to resolve that issue. And we've done it time and time again. Um, and, 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 and it's greatly appreciated by our clients. Yeah, no, absolutely. You, you, you need that. So there is challenges, but you, you embrace them basically because you educate yourselves in-house and externally as well. So yeah. um, no, that's absolutely fantastic. I love the fact that your whole family is arty, so you can sing on karaoke. Your brother can draw character tours. I see another business coming here, Christopher. <laughs> well, not exactly the, exactly the Von Trapp family, but... Uh, yeah, we we, we, we we rub along. Yeah, we have we have other talents. <laughs> so so let's let's watch out and, and and I say it first here. Britain's got Britain's got uh, I can't even remember. Britain's got talent. There we go. I can't even remember it myself. Um, no, fantastic. Christopher, I'm not going to grill you anymore because uh, I, I think that it, it's quite hard to do these podcasts. Um, and when you work in an industry that you. Um, that you do work in and we work in, 
sometimes it, it goes unrecognised that we are we're just doing what we do, um, and I think it's important to for me to say to your 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 whole team at Income is first of all thank you for everything you've done during the pandemic to all your customers because you. at the end of the day we make a difference to the residents that are using these devices, um, and furthermore I look forward to um, the pilots that we've got running, um, pilots, rollouts, pilots for customers at the end of the day. We've got them going in just now as well, which is fantastic. Uh, the partnership that you have with Panacea Healthcare Group as well, um, Billy and his team um, up and down the country and what we can offer is, uh, nationally is, is, is absolutely fantastic. So um, please pass on our thanks to Craig, Bob um, and Alan. Appreciate everything they've done. And there's more people in income than just them. <laughs> It's, uh, and, and listen, we look forward to doing another podcast in the future where we look at the successes of maybe six months on and 12 months uh, on where your customers have come out fitter and stronger definitely. from this pandemic. I think there's a lot of lessons to be learned. Um, I think income have probably learned quite a lot as well as by our half during the pandemic. So um, a massive thank you to you, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to the Future of Care podcast. Remember to subscribe to stay updated when new episodes are released.